This week, I'm reflecting on the kinds of things that I think are important to have in place during the quieter months of the year. Maybe you are someone that works all the way through the year. I'm not sure that's what most of us do in the facilitation, coaching, training business. Most of us take some downtime. So this week, I want to talk to you about some ideas that you could put into practice to get more business. And this, of course, requires downtime. So in my case, I find that months like June, July, August are quieter, not necessarily quiet. I've got actually a lot to do and travel, a lot of travel in July and June. But usually August at least is quiet. So whatever that time is for you, whether it's June, July, August, or two of those months, or even one of those months, I think there are things that we can all do during that downtime to take stock of what we're doing with our brand and think of ways to get more business when things kick off in September, if that is the way it works with you. And that is, of course, the way it works for many of us in this business. When companies come back from the summer off, they're raring to go, they're looking to implement programs, hire people, but the planning, the ideation, the idea creation, if you will, that takes place now. So that's what today's episode is about. This is the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett-Hayes. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is Mark. It's my pleasure every single Thursday, without fail, to bring you an episode of this podcast, The Training Business Podcast. If you are a coach, a facilitator, a trainer, someone who works as a consultant in the world of training and development, and you hire resources, you charge people for what you do, this is the show for you. I'm just like you. I'm in your shoes. I am someone who works with clients, direct and indirect, and I sell products and services on the basis of my expertise in particular areas. In fact, what I do actually is I'm a sales coach and sales trainer. Maybe you're a leadership trainer. Maybe you are a compliance trainer, a resilience trainer. Maybe you're someone who works as a corporate facilitator. Great. If that is the case, then this is the place for people like you and me. And every Thursday, without fail, we have guests on the show or it's an episode with just you and I, where we're covering some things to help us wherever we are as practitioners, as people who are self-employed or running our own business, either on our own or with other people, but we're working in the world of training and development because that's my passion and I'm sure it's yours. If you've not yet subscribed, please take a moment right now to subscribe. It costs absolutely nothing and takes a couple of moments. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Stitcher or Apple, whatever that platform is, you can subscribe because this gives you heads up of episodes as they come out. And I'll be giving you more information about the podcast and the direction it's taking in the rest of 2022. Now, before the music, I mentioned that we often have quiet time during the year, and it usually is the summer months. It may not be the case for you. It may be the fact or the case that you have work all the way through. I'm not sure that's a good idea. We all need some kind of downtime. And I'm working right up until my birthday, which is in the second week of July 22. And then I've got some downtime in the middle of July and then six weeks in August. That said, I do suspect some work will come up and I'll do that intermittently. 
in August and July, but by and large, I'm taking at least two solid weeks off, maybe three, maybe four. I don't know. So what is that for you? Do you find yourself taking downtime? And if you get downtime, what do you do with that time? Is it time away from everything? Or do you use the chance to think about ways to get more business or to refresh your business when things kick off? I'm not sure how it is for you, but certainly from September right through up till Christmas time or December, I'm usually extremely busy. And then there's a quiet lull over Christmas time or December. And then it goes again from early January right through till about March, maybe small break again or April, and then right up till May. And usually, usually the June, July, August period is some, often for most of us, it's actually a quiet-ish time. And I'm thinking of ways today that you can use this time to get more business, to prepare to reevaluate your business and to refresh your business. So I've come up with three things that I think you can start planning now, right now in May, to maybe start on in June, July, and August, wherever that uh, free time or downtime is for you, that will help you and reposition your business as a facilitator, as a coach, when things kick off in September. So we all want downtime, absolutely, away from the laptop, away from work, uh, time with loved ones, friends, family, and so on. But you also want to use some of that time, I think, to think about uh, the way you can do things differently or what you've learned from the previous year. And I'm thinking of that right now, in fact, for myself and my business and the direction I want to take things uh, in September. And I have a lot of work right now lined up, uh, quite busy, in fact, but I've started to hire people, uh, VAs, to help me with specific areas so I can have that free time to do the things I'm about to talk to you about. The first thing today is to think about writing a book. Now, if you've come out of COVID with something like a book, then congratulations. Many of us, I'm sure, promised ourselves we'd take up some kind of hobby or do something, acquire some new skills during COVID. And for me, that's what I did. I wrote a book uh, two and a half years in the writing, rewriting, re-rewriting. And uh, there were times when I thought, I can't make this. This is not going to happen. I'm not an author. Um, who am I to think I can produce something? But I talked to people who are trainers, who are facilitators, and they said, yes, please stick with it because it does actually make a difference. One person said to me, she reckons in the first year, having a book out there added 30,000 pounds, it was in fact. So that's about what, $40,000 to her bottom line, to her business just from having a book and using that book, repurposing that book, publishing the book, and getting the book out there. That's lots to think about. And if you've been listening to the show since 2018, August 2018, when this podcast, the Training Business Podcast, first came out, you'll know that I've had lots of authors on the show, people, understandably, who have some angle or some expertise, and they've written a book, and they've sold a book, and the book has helped them. People like Jude Jennison, who works with horses, leadership training through horses. Um, her book is called Leading Through Uncertainty. Michael Bungay-Stanier, who's written books on coaching, such as The Advice Monster. Uh, Dave Kirpin, back in 2019, who's written a book called Master the Art of People. Uh, Dale Bowman, another guest on the show. All of these are guests on the show. Dale Bowman from Australia, who wrote uh, Secrets of Small Business Owners. Ben Davis, a former, well, a, an Olympic gold champion rower, who wrote a book, Will It Make the Boat Go Faster? 
And then people like Crystal Kadakia and so on and so on. What all of these have in common is they're published authors. They're people just like you and I who had an idea and worked with other people to get that book out there. And I think that's something you can do. I didn't think I could. And if you're someone like me back then having the same thoughts, I think you'll find that working with some people, they will help you to get that idea out of your head and into a form that will surprise you and actually will make money for you. And I think that's a great thing to start working on right now in May and June, thinking of what you could do, uh, working with people to help um, yourself get your ideas clear and produce an outline. And often that's all you need is an outline, and the outline then begins to gather moss. And then things like a like a big mind map begin to stick together, and that becomes a chapter, and then you get ideas for tools, and so on and so on. Many, many people have written books and have said it's really made a big difference to them. Someone I've worked with is called Alison Jones from Practical Inspiration Publishing, based in the UK. And I interviewed Alison back in November 2020. Go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear from her, because she works only with non-fiction authors, meaning business authors. And that's exactly what you and I are talking about today, isn't it? It's the Training Business Podcast. And that episode is called How Do I Write My First Business Book? Go back and listen to that if you'd like to get some information. And I also give some links to Alison and her company, Practical Inspirational Publishing. And that's in the show notes. You'll find that episode over on trainingbusiness.com or, of course, here on your podcast platform of choice. Now, as I said, that took me 2.5 years. It could be faster for you, but the sooner you start working on this, the better. And now, in 2022, taking a couple of weeks to get your ideas together, working with someone like Alison, she has a book proposal challenge, a book proposal challenge, which she runs a couple of times a year. That's something which might interest you. She's not the only one, of course. There are plenty of others out there who help prospective authors like you and I get our ideas into a model or outline, which then gradually becomes chapters, which becomes then a book. And that's something you could work on easily over the next couple of months. And by September, you've got something which you could start writing. You have a structure, you have an outline, you have a timeline. And that then could come out, say, in 2023. Now, when I first began writing this, I thought, good Lord, that's so long away. But time will fly. We're talking only about a business year. So if we start working on the outline now, you start doing that, you could have something come um, March, April, May in 2023. And that is not too long away. Okay, if you're thinking of that, that's something to work on this summer. That's my first suggestion. Suggestion number two is to refresh your brand. Again, great time over the summer to think and to niche down. Maybe talk to your existing customers, ask them questions like, what is my best work? Um, where have I made a difference to your team, to you, to the company, to the brand? Um, which problems have I helped to solve? What has been the value of solving those problems? You might have those really good relationships with some customers and they are willing to give you an hour to understand why they chose you, what solutions you brought to their company, to them, how your coaching helped them, how your training helped them, how your facilitation helped them. Ask them, you know, what is my USP? What is it that makes you hire me and not someone else? What do I bring to your marketplace? What else could I help you with? You know, what am I not doing that I could be doing? 
what can I do that no one else can quite do the same in the way that I can do it? So think of the questions that you could ask. You could run a survey. You could have these one-to-one face-to-face interviews over the phone online. Um, I prefer face-to-face if you can do it. And then think about how you can then take this information and maybe begin to think of the changes to make to your products and services. Are there programs now which aren't selling as well and could be tombstoned or archived or put on ice for a while? Is there merit in focusing on key two, three, or just one offer? How can you build the brand around that? Because you really have to do the work first of thinking about the things that can stay, should stay, and the things that need to go. So the summer months are a great time to reflect on what currently is your best work, where are you selling the most, um, which problems you're solving best, the value of those solutions to your customers, and what you can do to hone that further, improve that, and separate yourself from the competition. What can you do that no one else does quite the same way that you do? And how can you then work with a company or even a consultant to communicate that brand message and the message to the right people who need to hear that message? And again, this is where a survey comes in. Are there ways that you could uh, hire someone to help you to conduct some simple research of the marketplace locally, nationally, to find out what people are doing right now or what they will be doing come September 2022, right through into 2023. Things are changing. It's a very fast-moving world. We're coming out of COVID, but I'll talk to you about the opportunity there in a moment. But give yourself even two weeks this year in the summer months to refresh your brand, refresh your thinking about your brand, who needs your brand, how can you consult with people to get a different perspective on your brand? Which tools and people can you work with to get those fresh ideas down? And I find often just getting something down on, you know, a piece of paper or a sticky board, a cork board in your office or your bedroom or somewhere in your kitchen, using sticky notes or post-it notes, standing next to them, moving them around, walking away for a few hours or even a day, coming back and giving space to your brain to think of things differently And that is very, very helpful. Even working with a coach could help you to get some ideas out of your mind and into some format. But talking to your customers, I think, is a great thing to do. And you might find that over the summer months, someone can give you an hour. Uh, Some people don't want to be on the beach all summer or in in holiday mode all summer. Some of us want to be doing things, but also we want to keep that link to work. You just might find someone can give you two or three hours over the summer months to give you some feedback and help you to help them better. And that's really what it's all about. It's in their interest to help you to improve your training business, your facilitation business as a coach, as a consultant, as someone who is integral to their business. So think about that. What people could I speak to? What is the purpose of this exercise? What do I want to come out with on the end of this exercise to help me to refresh my brand for the next business year starting in September 2022. Now, when I say business year, of course, I'm thinking of us as trainers, consultants, coaches, because it's usually the beginning of the year, which in my terms is September. That's when the training business year starts for me. The coaching business starts for me, and that's September right through until the following May. And that's my kind of work burst, divided, of course, by December, but usually it's that time frame. Is that true for you? 
great. If that is the case, you can use those summer months to get some ideas about refreshing your brand and your offer to your customers. The third thing today is to get back out there. We've just come through COVID. COVID is still with us. It hasn't gone away. It's changed how we do things. We all know that. You're sick to death. I'm sure of hearing this from everyone. But I think that now is the time in the summer months to start planning to get your face on front of people again. Face-to-face is back. It doesn't mean that online has gone away. Of course not. We live in what I would say is a hybrid world. It's there to stay. There will be offline and online, and sometimes hybrid simultaneously or synchronous online, offline. I will be training people in rooms, but also some of those people might be online. That's a different uh, combination of of uh, channels, but there is a huge opportunity right now for those of us who are willing to get back out there, obviously uh, by observing the law and in adherence to company and uh, civic and uh, other uh, jurisdictions, policies and laws about COVID observance and so on. Obviously, safety first. But there are conferences right now that want people. There are events that need people. There are people right now who want to hear from people like you. Are there events that you could reach out to and line yourself up for a speaker position come September? Again, the summer months are an ideal time to think about this. Are there agencies that you could contact now in May and June? Because there are, in fact, plenty of agencies right now who want speakers because they've got companies who are looking for speakers. Think of events maybe in 2023 that you could start positioning yourself for. Industry bodies that are looking for speakers, maybe over the summer months, but also in the fall, in autumn and in winter 2022. There are lots of resources online, PR agencies out there who can give you an idea of the kinds of events, conferences, uh, channels where you could communicate your message. Get in front of a room full of people at someone else's event, or maybe at some point your own event. I interviewed Yota Trum uh, about a year and a half ago, in fact, 2020, in fact, who described how she began her own uh, tech for a women in tech conference and running that in London and Amsterdam. And she describes in that episode how she did it, the ideas she had, and how she's made that work. So maybe there are opportunities for you to have your own event at some point. But for now, think of the events you can get to. You might want to think of hiring someone in PR or a marketing VA. That's what I've begun to do, working with two marketing VAs in different areas. Perhaps there are events you could start to draw up as a list and think of ways to target those, position yourself as a speaker. And of course, that is quite the task. And I'll focus an episode on how to do that at some point over the next couple of weeks. And I'll bring in someone who's specialists, who's a specialist in doing that. There is nothing quite the same as getting to meet people. Why? Because you get to ask questions from them or of them. And of course, if you've come off the stage and someone likes your talk, Uh, they will have questions for you. Many people have questions. The number of times someone's come up to me and said, I like the way you mentioned that or explain this. Do you run any programs on this or do you do any workshops in this area? And of course I do. And here's the stuff I have. And I give that to them or I give them some kind of address or I I arrange some kind of meeting with that person or their representatives. It's getting to 
get that face time with people, putting something in someone's hands, having them hear you speak in person, getting them to speak to you afterwards, communicating something that they can leave the room with. Maybe you have a book, which I mentioned at the outset of today's episode. Maybe you've got some news in terms of refreshing your brand. Think of all the opportunities that you can use to get something in someone's hand. Videos are great. We've all spent the last two years nearly on Teams or Zoom or YouTube or Vimeo or any number of platforms. But when it comes to competing for attention, you are literally up against the YouTube algorithm or the LinkedIn algorithm because people can click on something else. But when you're in a room at someone's corporate event or some chamber of commerce event or some other onstage event where you're leading a keynote, you're the only speaker on that stage. People are focused on you and it's a wonderful opportunity to shine and stand out from the competition. Online is great. I get that. You get that. But there's a huge opportunity back again now to get back out there and to start over the summer months to plan, perhaps in conjunction with someone whom you can hire on Upwork.com or Fiverr.com, plenty of VAs, specialists in PR and marketing. And you could meet with someone in the quieter months this year. Often many of those people have got quiet months too, so they're obviously looking for business you might find that's a great time to talk to people in PR marketing and to draw up a list of events and an approach that you can take so that when August, September comes around, you've got some face-to-face events lined up. And that will be hugely exciting because many of us, of course, have been frustrated by not having the chance to get back in front of people because that's what we do best. I think training, coaching, facilitation is, is best and most enjoyable and most rewarding and profitable when we're in front of people. I know the world's changed, but time the time is now to think about getting back on people and, and what you could do with those people. And there's lots of things we can do. So in summary today, think of the first thing is to get your expertise into some form, whether it's an ebook or a physical book. That's something which will take time over the summer months to plan and to do properly. It's worth doing, believe me. My book, by the way, is called Sales Coaching Essentials. It's out on the 16th of May. I don't usually do self-promotion, but if you're interested in supporting the book, um, it costs $1.29 until the 17th of May when it goes up to full price. So in other words, until the 16th, really, you can buy the Kindle version. If you'd like to support me, I'd be super grateful. That's um, $1.29 on Amazon.com. That goes up to full price on the 17th of May. Then on amazon.co.uk, it's available for 99p if you're in the UK. And if you're in the Eurozone, it's available for 99 cents, I think. I think. So that's the, the, the price. The book is called Sales Coaching Essentials. And you'll find that at that special pre order price on Amazon, whichever Amazon that is for you. It is, of course, available on other platforms like uh, WH Smith, Book Depository etc, etc. I'm not going to keep promoting myself. The goal of this show is not to promote me, it's to help you. But if you would like to support me, um, then I'd be super grateful. And I'm delighted, of course, to support your books. If you'd like to mention them, I'm happy to mention them on the podcast as well. And again, I mentioned Alison Jones. She is an expert on helping people to get a business business book together, whether it's an ebook or something physical in the case of a paperback book, then that is something you might want to think about. The second thing today is to refresh your brand. The quieter time, if you have time 
over summer is a great time to think differently about what you're doing, whom's, whom it's for, who needs what you do, and the value that you can bring, and maybe the way you can change the value that you bring to more people who need just what you do and the way you do it differently. And the third thing today is to start planning to get back out there. Start thinking of ways to get your face in front of people, meet people face-to-face at conferences, events, keynotes, chambers of commerce. There are loads of events where people really, really need speakers, and there's nothing quite like getting in front of someone and shaking hands, obviously observing uh, COVID protocols, but getting people to ask you questions, answering those questions, and standing out from the competition. Online's great, but online or face-to-face offline, I think, is even better. That's just my view. So that's it for this week. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your comments. You can keep those coming. Mark at trainingbusiness.com. There is, of course, a fresh episode every Thursday without fail on your podcast platform of choice. Please subscribe to the show and tell other people about the show. It costs nothing to subscribe, but means a lot to me and to James and to Sam, because we're the three that uh, bring you the episodes every single Thursday on your podcast platform of choice. So until next Thursday, when I look forward to hearing from you and having you back here again, keep going. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. See you next time.